Social Zoom Factor, episode 150. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.SproutSocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Can you believe we are at episode 150? I want to thank each and every one of you for the support that you have given us over the past year. We launched this podcast just over a year ago, and we were literally learning everything there was to learn about podcasting. And to think we are now at episode 150 just blows my mind. And so many great things have come from this. I love being able to connect with so many of you. And I know there are just a ton of you who have shared with us how and when and where you are listening to this podcast and that it's been able to provide value to you while you go on with your your daily life and business. And, you know, that's what I think is the greatest thing about podcasting is that you can take it with you. So whether you're working out, whether you're riding in the car and commuting, whether you are doing the dishes, I listen to podcasting every day while doing house chores and while getting ready in the morning in in our master bathroom. And the greatest thing is that podcasting doesn't require screen time. It enables us to listen and to learn and connect with others while we are doing something else that we need to do. So I hope that this podcast has given you value. If it has given you value over the course of the last year, I am going to ask you for a favor to please give us a review out on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to this. If you could please just give us a review and share it with your friends. Tell them what you have learned. I would love for you to tweet me at 
hashtag social zoom factor. And you can include my Twitter handle if you want, which is Pam Marketing Nut. Marketing is abbreviated. So it's P-A-M-M-K-T-G-N-U-T. And if you can just tweet to me and tell me what is the number one thing that you have learned in listening to this, this show over the past year, I would love to hear that. And don't forget that you can also ask any questions that you would like to have answered on the show and you can leave me a voicemail at socialzoomfactor.com slash ask Pam. And as long as it's clear and I can hear what you're saying, I will include your voice and that message that you leave me on the live show. So I will actually put you on the show and I will answer your question. So if you have something you'd like me to talk about in an upcoming episode, if you have somebody you'd like to see interview, uh, submit a contact form on our website or blog, and we will be happy to take a look at that as well. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's move into today's topic, which is how do we create blog content that is amazing, blog content that is epic. I am going to give you 10 solid tips. And I'm telling you, if you do these 10 things, you will immediately start to see better results with your content marketing and your blog content. So I'm giving you 10 tips to help you write epic blog posts, blog posts that are going to help you achieve your objectives, blog posts that are going to help you connect with your audience, content that is going to help you build relationships if you do it the right way. So let's get into this content. So tip number one is that you need to know your objectives, just like you need to know your objectives for your business. And if you follow me at all, if you've been listening to any of these podcasts, you know I talk about this a lot, about how to build your plan, how to define your objectives, how to measure your results. So you need to do the same thing when it comes to content marketing. Way too many people just take you know content and social spaghetti and they throw it at the wall and then they wonder why it doesn't work. Then they come to us and they say, Pam, I've been blogging for the past two years and I have zero results. Tell me what's up. And I say, do you know your audience? Do you have goals? You know, what are you trying to achieve? Why are you doing what you're doing? Well, I don't know. I just kind of started a blog. You need to have a purpose for your blog. You need to look at your blog as a business, not just as a quote unquote blog. And I do a lot of speaking and training. And that's one thing I always say when I'm, I'm helping people understand how to uh, get a blog off the ground and, and see some real results is that you need to not just call yourself a blogger. You need to not just look at it as a blog, look at it as a part of your business. How are you going to leverage content to help you achieve your goals? How are you going to leverage content via a blog post to help your audience achieve their goals? So have a purpose for your overall blog and have a purpose for the specific posts, okay? What are your objectives for that single blog post? Decide what is that overall format going to be? Is it a thought leadership type of piece? Are you trying to change thought? Are you trying to change mindset? Make people maybe think a little bit differently? Are you solving a problem, right? Are you are you providing uh, 
steps and tips to actually help people solve a problem or be able to do something better, faster, more efficient. You're actually helping them with their business. So it could be that it's a step-by-step type of blog post or is it a rant, right? And I would say be careful with the number of rants that you do and there can be benefit to these. And even a rant can oftentimes uh, provide help in solving a problem and a rant can definitely help change thought in a positive way if it's done right. But I believe that rant should only be a small percentage of the content that we provide because think about the people in your life that you live life with. Do you really love hearing people just complain all the time and ranting? I don't know about you, but I don't, right? So I think rant posts should be few and far between. I, of course, do them. I do them. But when I do a podcast that's kind of a rant or I do a podcast that's very opinionated or a blog post that's opinionated, I make sure that I have a lesson in there. So I make sure that through the process, I'm helping them understand why I'm thinking a certain way. I also identify ways that, you know, my audience can change their behavior, the way that they can help solve some of their problems and how can I help them fix those problems. I always, if it's a rant, make sure too that I point them to other resources that are not just a rant. So I will point them to foundational steps for achieving whatever the objectives agenda is that we're talking about. So make sure that you have goals. Make sure that you have objectives. Make sure that you have defined what your key performance indicators are and how are you going to measure success. What does success look like to you? Don't just take that social blog spaghetti and throw it on the wall. Know why you are writing that blog post. Tip number two, and I talk about this on every single podcast we do, so I'll make it short. Know your audience, okay? Know who your audience is. What is keeping them up at night? How are you going to help them solve their problems? If you don't know what to do in this area, I have a ton of podcasts I've talked about how to know your audience, things that you need to know. Go download our audience analysis worksheet at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. And that will give you a framework for which you can start to get your arms around who your audience is, prioritize those market segments, and figure out how you can best serve them. Tip number three, which is really important, is make sure that you have a headline that rocks and a solid introduction. How you start your blog post is everything because you need to grab attention. However, you need to also make sure that the headline is not too misleading or you are going to lose trust at hello because If you write a headline, a title that is misleading and when people go to the blog post and they are immediately disappointed, that is going to hurt your brand more than help it. And I don't know about you, but some of the headlines that are out there drive me nuts when it says like, the only guide you'll ever need, you know, for whatever they're talking about. And you go to it and it's the same tips everybody has been writing about for the last 10 years. So make sure that your headline is accurate, but that it also drives attention. And you would be surprised if you're a new blogger, how much people like simple 
headlines. And there's a reason why I use so many headlines that say five tips, five foundational tips, five reasons, 10 reasons to do this, because people like it. So when it comes to your headlines, you need to know your audience. What is going to resonate with your audience? And that's why you need to be looking at the data and the analytics. You need to know what headlines are working, what formats are working. And if it's not working, when you have key performance indicators and you have metrics for success, then you know that it's not working. And then you can decide how you're going to use that data to tweak your content, to tweak your format, to tweak that headline. But how you start your blog post is so important. We want to grab people. We want to draw them in. We want them to read the entire blog post. We want them to listen to the entire podcast, watch the entire video. Whatever is the type of content we're providing, we want to make sure that we're being accurate, that we're being authentic, and that we are not misleading just to drive a click. Because although you may be able to trick people into clicking based on a headline, you're not going to be able to trick them into trusting you. You're not going to be able to trick them into reading an entire blog post that you've got them to your page based on a misleading headline. Tip number four is to tell a story and make sure that you are focused on connecting emotionally with your audience and telling a story is a great way for you to humanize your brand and to connect with people as people and to let your readers know that you see them as human beings and that you care about people, not just how your content is ranking on Google. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's so easy to tell when I go to a blog post or a website and you can tell they've only focused on optimizing that content for Google. Optimize your content for people and you will have much better results. So this is why storytelling works. Now, storytelling doesn't mean that you just are bragging about yourself. That doesn't mean you start off the article and you are talking about how great you are and why they should listen to you. It actually means the opposite. Tell a story that somebody can connect to. And if you take a look at, I would say, 95 to 97% of my blog posts, Every single one of them starts with some type of story. It's not a made up story, but it is a story that I draw you into. I I use analogies. I use different stories and ways to connect with you. I will either tap into your feeling of frustration or I'll tap into your feeling of empowerment. I'll tap into your feeling of overwhelm or of something you're wanting to do. I'll tap into that feeling of wanting to be inspired and the list goes on. So figure out how you can connect emotionally with your audience. Okay. It will help you tremendously. Tip number five is to let people know what they are getting. So early on in the blog post, make sure that you include a summary of what's to come particularly if it's a longer blog post, make sure that you stay, you know, maybe in this blog post, you are going to learn how to 
ABC. Or in this blog post, I'm going to cover this. And so I will always, if I'm particularly if it's a longer blog post, I will always put that at the very front so they know what's coming. They know if they're going to get 10 tips or they know how we're going to be covering content, what type of format that that blog post is, whether it's something that I'm just sharing thought, it's more of a thought leadership type of post, or whether we're going to get down and dirty and talk about how we're going to do something. And don't be afraid to include a description of who that content is for. And I know a lot of times if I am writing really advanced content, I will state clearly, this is for an experienced, advanced digital marketer per se, or this is for an executive audience. Same thing goes if it is 101 level content. I will say this content is for a new beginner with this topic because there's nothing worse than somebody reading a whole article thinking they're getting advanced content when really they're getting 101 content and vice versa. So the sooner you can let somebody know what they're getting, the more they're going to trust you. And even even if it's not for them, but they like what they read at the beginning of your blog post, and maybe they like the headline, they like the story, and maybe even if the content is at the wrong level, they are then going to look for other content on your blog. So they're going to say, oh, what other articles does she have? Maybe she has a 201 level content that might be good for me. And you can include that as well. So if you're specifically writing a 101 piece, you can say if you're looking for more advanced content, check out this article here, right? That's a great place for you to include a link to other content so you can point them to the right direction. I know we're getting deep into some content here on how to write epic blog posts, but we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. So please take a minute to give them a listen and I will be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, 
email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. I'm back. All right, tip number six is use visual marketing to grab attention. So this is fun, my friends. So if you do not already have images that you have selected and that you are using to tell stories for your brand. This is something you really need to do. And this is something that we do a lot of work with our clients and helping them build brand architectures and brand stories and storytelling, utilizing visual marketing. So if you don't know where to start with this, if you are just not a visual marketer and you don't have anybody on your team that can do this and you don't plan on hiring anybody, you really need to look at getting some outside help, whether that be from an agency like ours or whether you tap into a consultant. But visual marketing is going to help you grab attention and people can process visual information so much faster than they can words. And visual marketing, you can tell stories in a matter of seconds instead of somebody having to read a long blog post. So use beautiful, emotional, and even shocking images as appropriate and as it relates to your content. Use the visual images to help build that foundation for your story before they even click on the blog post. So they may see the image out on Twitter, out on Facebook. They may see it in your blog archive page that lists all your blogs. And so they're getting a feeling for what that content is going to include even before they click through. And then depending on how your blog is set up, you may have an image at the very top of your blog post, which is what I usually do. And I am able to then emotionally connect with my audience and and they know whether it is a serious blog post, they know whether it's a more fun blog post, they know, you know, what is that emotional feeling going to be like with that content through an image. And visual marketing can also include things like headings and subheadings and bold treatments and utilizing bullets. So make sure that not only are you using images, but that your entire blog and your entire blog post is visual visually appealing. You want it to inspire people. You want it to be easy to read. You want them to be able to uh, click where they need to click and flow through the content. So break it up. Use different colors for some of your subheadings and bold treatments so that you can more easily tell the story and that they can get to the parts of the content that they want to get to as quickly as they can. Because many people like to scan content and then get to the the nuts and bolts um, as quickly as they can. Tip number seven 
is to back up what you say with facts, case studies, and examples. So use references and links, you know, take in case studies from your industry or niche or peers. Use as many examples as you can. Use data, use facts. If you're talking about certain terms and language, bring in definitions and make sure that you cite your source. But you want to make your content as credible as you possibly can. And if you follow me on this podcast, I am positive that you have heard me utilize many resources. And oftentimes I will read definitions to you. I will share with you where I have gotten a piece of information. And I back up what I tell you with real results. I back up what I tell you with examples and case studies. You know, I did a whole bunch uh, late last year on my travels abroad and my experiences I had with Delta Airlines and with Greece hotels and different places that I was. So I encourage you to check those out for some examples. And you can do the same thing in blog content because every single podcast that we do, we also have a blog post for it. And I don't know if you know that, but you can always go to socialzoomfactor.com and then just take a look at the episode number that we have. So this is episode 150. So go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 150. And that will take you directly to the blog post for this episode, which also has a load of resources that help you with whatever that episode is about. So if you're if you haven't been going to the blog, you're going to want to make sure you do that so you're not missing out on resources. Tip number eight is to make sure that you include the you factor. So this is the perspective that you offer. Your you factor is what makes your content different from everybody else. Because if you really look at it in your industry, in your niche, how many things are there that you can really talk about that haven't already been talked about a million times, okay? It's the you factor that makes you stand out from the crowd. It's the you factor that is going to connect you with your audience. So be unique and offer something that the reader can't get from every Tom, Dick, and Harry that's out there. Make sure you know your audience. Make sure that you are delivering relevant contextual value and that you are not afraid to be bold, to offer your opinion, and to share a perspective that is bold and that stands on a foundation based on what you believe. Because it's in our DNA to want to connect with people and trust people who believe what we believe. So don't be afraid to share what you believe. Don't be afraid to share your opinion. My opinion doesn't have to be the same as yours. And I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, there's a lot of things that I talk about that you may not agree with, all right? However, we can look at each other's and listen to each other's opinions and perspectives and we can learn from them. So I learn from you, you learn from me. That doesn't mean I'm right or you're right or I'm wrong or you're wrong. We learn from each other. So don't be afraid to include that you factor to help you stand out from the crowd to help you rise above all of that noise because attention, as we've talked about, is the most scarce resource that there is with digital marketing. So you need to make sure that you are standing out and that your content is standing out. And that is why we talk so much about personal branding. 
I highly encourage you to take a listen to episode 147, where I talk specifically about seven foundational steps that you need to take to build your personal brand. Tip number nine is to share your best stuff. Do not hold back. And this is so very important. So make sure that you are not holding back because I'll tell you, your competitors are not holding back. If you are keeping every worksheet you have, every white paper you have, every piece of content you have behind a paywall for anybody to see who you are, what you are, what you know, and how you can help them, you are failing at hello. You need to prove yourself. And Jay Bear talks about this in his book, Utility, which I highly encourage you to check out. But it is about serving our audience. It is about helping them solve their problems. And the more that you can help your audience solve problems, the more that you can help them with some of the simple things and even some of the complex things, the more they're going to come back to you when they can't take it any further. And I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, that we have multiple clients that we have earned and started working with who spent years downloading our free resources, who downloaded our audience worksheet and our content calendars and the list goes on and they take it as far as they can. And then they reach that point that they're like, okay, Pam, I've taken this as far as I can. I don't know where to take it anymore. I finally know my audience or I need help you to help me find my audience, you know, wherever they may be in the cycle and adoption of the social and digital and marketing technologies. Some People, some smart, savvy business leaders, they can only take it so far because they only have so much time and bandwidth and skill and resource. So the more that you help people, the more they are going to learn what you can do and how you can help them. And then when it comes time for them to be ready to buy something from you or engage in whatever that relationship is with you deeper, you are the person, the brand that they're going to go to because you have earned their trust because you've already Help them. This is huge, right? Last but not least is tip number 10, which is make your content actionable. And not only is this going to help your audience, but it's also going to help you. So you need to make sure that you are providing the next step, 